Hi there. Welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast for newer business owners who are navigating the early years of entrepreneurship. I know how overwhelming those first few years in business can be, but you don't have to do it alone. I'll be bringing you the tips, resources, and encouragement you need to get organized in your business and finally make this your full-time job. We'll laugh, we'll cry, but we'll be in it together the entire time. All right, friends, let's do this thing. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ask Abby. I have the wonderful and magical Brenna Fox here with me today. Hi, Brenna. Hi, how are you? Good. How about you? Great. Great. Excited to Brenna, be here. Yes. No, I'm excited to have you here. Brenna was like one of my first long, long-term one-on-one clients that we worked together a bunch. She's currently in the inner circle. She will be joining us for the new round of the inner circle, which will actually have already started by the time that this podcast airs. Um, and she's just like a wonderful, awesome person. Um, yeah, I'm really excited today. We're going to be kind of, we're going to be doing this very quad, right? Abby fashion. And we're going to just be like meeting Brenna and getting to know more about what she does, her business, how she got in her business. Um, and all that good stuff. I'm going to preface by telling everybody that Brenna is a 1-3 sacral generator. So very, very strong kind of generator gut instincts. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited. So why don't you introduce yourself, Brenna? Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, maybe your business. Cool. Um, well, like I said, I'm Brenna Fox. Um, I grew up in Connecticut. Um Lived in New Hampshire for a little while. I'm 37. Um, actually, I think maybe 36. Um, so I just recently started a business in February down in Florida on an island. My parents uh, had a house down here for about 22 years. Um, it's called North Captiva Island. It's about four miles long, half a mile wide. Half of it is a nature preserve. Um, there are no cars. Everybody drives golf carts. Um, and I've been coming down here ever since I was a little girl. And, um, you know, I've always, always loved it down here. I did work down here a couple years ago as a bartender. That's what I was my entire life. Uh, as soon as I turned 18, I became a bartender. Um, and, you know, that was great money. Um, I could always have a job. And then as I got older, um, things changed, shifted for me. I stopped drinking, wanted to get things together, um, and just focus on like what the next step was. I had no idea what I was going to do. And I thought after the pandemic and everything, I thought I was down here in Florida on the island when it happened. And it was just like, you know, living in my own little world, um, cut off from everything. And there's, there was just a, I realized there was a need for something down here. Um, and no one else had done it before, and it was ice, bagged ice. I sell fat 10-pound bags of ice. Um, and when I originally thought of it last year, it was just kind of like something like, oh, it would be great to do. Um, and then I finally, with Abby's convincing and just support, I guess, some family support, I decided to 
Um, come down to Florida in February and give it a try. I bought a commercial ice machine um, randomly from this from a guy who turns out now he built the ice machine himself. Um, I now have a second machine that I actually got from a company that can be serviced. And um, but it all started with just an idea of you know how I could help people on this island. I'm the only person that sells ice on the island. Uh, there's two bars down here. They did sell ice, um, but now their machines are broken all the time. They're constantly running out. So I'm pretty much the, a one-man show. I just recently have had some competition. Um, but, yeah, it started in February, and it's been just growing and growing every day. Every day it's something different. Yeah. So Brent is about you six months into business, we'd say. You're very new, kind of newly stepping into this. And one of my favorite things about your kind of story is that you absolutely stumbled into this business. Like she, we were working together one-on-one and you were kind of like, what's next for me, right? Like I've been bartending. I quit drinking. I don't want to go back to the bar. Like I, what do I do? Like I'm, you remember you being like, I'm 37. I have no idea what I'm going to do next. And then one day on one of our calls, you were like, you want to buy an ice machine? And I was like, okay, all right, all right. And you were like, there's no ice. People are always running out of ice. Like the restaurants are always running out of ice. So like you were noticing this need and like, okay, well, you know, all I need to do is buy an ice machine. And you'd Mm -hmm. actually fallen into some money and were looking to invest it in a way that was practical. And what the hell? It turned out so well for you because within a couple of months, you were like cranking out ice, making lots of money. You're the only person who does it. So you charge a pretty premium price. And um, yeah, it was so cool. And actually early on, Brenna was still working like side jobs. Like you were still Mm -hmm. doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And like right away, I was kind of like, Brenna, like you don't need to be doing that. You're crushing it. Yeah. I mean, even prior to going down to Florida, I had like when, when we first started working together, I was trying to get my life together. Um, and I was stuck in this job. Uh, you know, I was doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing. I was going to work every day, showing up, getting paid. Um, I just hated it. And I wasn't like this, like just wasn't, it wasn't filling my cup. Um, and, you know, taking the whim of, all right, I'm going to buy an ice machine and just see what happens. Like I was totally afraid and scared, but like, I really didn't have anything to lose because, I wasn't really happy with what I was doing in the first place. Sure, I could do it. Um, You know, it was a job. It was what I was supposed to be doing, like, you know, make money, whatever. But it wasn't, um, I wasn't like gung-ho about it. So uh, when I came down and bought the ice machine and things just started falling into place, I was like, wow, it's actually possible. And um, I was shocked. And it's definitely been difficult um, just trying to, figure out, you know, exactly how to start a business, what I have to do, uh, legal things and stuff like that. Um, But I was in definitely an interesting spot of what the heck am I going to do? And, you know, just wanted to take a chance and run with it. And, and I did. You did. It super paid off for you. Yeah. It's super paid off for you. I mean, I just, it was one of those things to kind of watch you go through it. It wasn't like, oh, I have this really clear vision for this business. It was just like, okay, I have this idea. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure about it, but like, it looks like it could work. Let me try it. And you kind of like, and then real quick, you started to get busy, like too big for your britches, you know? And it was oh, like, yeah. oh my God, I'm busy. I was not expecting this. Like you, you weren't really structured. 
mm-hmm. um, in a way, like you hadn't set it up in a way because you just sort of stumbled yeah. into it. I just, and I, when I came down, I was like, all right, with, with wanting to stay sober and everything, I was like, I need to work right away. So I started doing side jobs. Like you said before, I was cleaning houses, um, you know, doing groceries for people, all these different little things just to keep my mind busy and keep myself busy. And then meanwhile, I had this little ice, ice business baby that just blew up to the point where I was like, why am I even doing these side jobs? I don't need to be doing these side jobs because I can make the money with ice and then, you know, have actual free time to do whatever I want, which is, which is so cool. Yeah, like I can actually like make money and enjoy what I'm doing and then go and enjoy my time and I don't know, like enjoy life. I feel like I'm so grateful for this whole experience and especially for the life coaching with you and everything and just coming from a place of like stress and like chaos and just not even, not even knowing to now I feel I've got just like, I feel more secure and just like now I actually have something going where, you know, this is, this is, I can actually proudly say like, this is my business. Like I'm doing this and I never got uh, six months ago. No, no, you would have told me I would have been doing this. There's no, I would have, there's no what. I mean, you know, I bartending down here, being a bartender, that's great. And then coming into the ice thing, everybody needs ice. Now I go out to a restaurant, I look at ice differently. I mean, my whole, everything changed. <laughs> you're, you're scoping out the competitions machines. And- <laughs> I went to Chick-fil-A. I'm like, oh, Chick-fil-A, they've got great ice, great ice. Like, <laughs> I totally, I'm like, oh, I'm like, and I, when I started, you know, I didn't even know how to pray. The pricing down here, everything is, you know, you can you can multiply everything by three because we're on an island that's not landlocked. You have to take a boat to get here. Um, there's people constantly coming here for to rent vacation homes for the week. Um, so they turn and burn people constantly. And, you know, it's about, I think, like about 200 and something houses and about 40 people that live here um, year round. So it's definitely a, a majestic special place. But I you know, I had no idea. So when I originally started, I was like, all right, five bucks, uh, five bucks a bag. And now, you know, I went up to $8 a bag, now $10 a bag. Um, just, just the growth and people have been super accepting of it as far as like, you know, the, the renters coming, my social media has really, that's most, most of all my advertising, I guess, has been social media and word of mouth. I mean, it just word of mouth, to yeah. the point where I, I couldn't even put, it was just, boom, this is where you go. This is where you get your ice. Uh, people love the fact that I deliver on my golf cart. I have my little rescue pup, Ducky, as my sidekick. Everybody loves, you know, seeing her and stuff. But uh, it just can't believe that it's actually formed into something where now I'm, you know, expanding and thinking about other things that I'm going to be offering besides just the ice. Um, and yeah, to maybe one day eventually have employees. <laughs> just, yeah, I, know. I have to it's laugh like because I would never that just the fact that that's even coming out of my mouth to me is like wow. You know, it's still it's still wild. It's so crazy. Ah, yeah, and she's so grinning crazy. like ear to ear as she talks about it. Yeah, no, and it's been <laughs> so cool to see you in one year go from 
holy fuck, I'm 37. Why don't I have my life together? What the fuck am I going to do to, oh my God, I'm a business owner. Oh my God. I I can barely even take a day off. This thing is so crazy. And I'm going to need to start like expanding. Um, And what else can I sell? Like your brain and you come from a very entrepreneur family and your brain is very kind of already wired towards, okay, what's next? How can we grow this? Like what's, what's coming next? Mm-hmm. Something I'm curious being just six months in, and I feel a lot of you guys listening will probably be able to relate to is like, you know, when you're six months into business, like it feels like you have no fucking clue what you're doing. And especially when you stumble in, in the way that you have. So I'm just curious if you tell us a little bit about that experience, like being so new to business and then like all of a sudden having that, like onslaught of oh my god there's all these things I need to do and all these things I need to know and all this like (laughs) it was I mean it was crazy luckily like you said I do come from very you know entrepreneurial family um my father you know he's written business books and everything so I have I had that uh you know that those tools I could reach out to my family and everything but like who really wants to reach out to their family constantly especially I mean, I'm not going to lie. My family is extremely competitive, you know, so I, of course, want to be number one and best favorite child. Like, let's face it. Um, And there was so, and it's just a different world we live in now with social media, with everything. So, you know, it's just, just my dad's old way of doing it. Like, he's great. He's brilliant. Um, But it just, I was, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, And then you had offered your inner circle group, um, which at first, I mean, I had no idea what to expect with that either, but um, it ended up probably being one of the most beneficial things for me. Because in the beginning, I so the Inner Circle basically was a group of us ladies that um, came of new business owners that came together and it was just, um, or is just, we can bounce ideas off each other. It's a platform where, um, I mean, I, can't, I, I didn't even think about having to start an LLC or things like, I mean, I knew nothing about business. I should have known more than I, than I did, but just the basic steps, how to even become a business. Um, all of those yeah. things, like after you start, when you start doing the process of working and like ha- having your own business, you're like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do that, but I don't, I don't know how. And they're really, I wasn't sure. I had no idea um, reaching out to family and friends, but most of all it was, that inner circle just totally uh, helping me with as far as like now just legal stuff that I had to do um, to make it legit <laughs> and actually not just a dream, but actually, you know, real on paper and, uh, you know, I'm able to, to go forward with it. Yeah. And I, I did want to point that out because I think that's something that we all commonly struggle with. And I know I fell early on and like, when I first opened my massage business years ago, it's like all of a sudden there's all this stuff that no one tells you how to do or teaches you how to do. And it's like, there's no like one-stop shop for like, oh, this is how you start a business. Like you're on your own for figuring out how it works. And do I need insurance? We just were talking about that. Do I need insurance? Do I need to register with the state? Submit an LLC. Should I be paying sales tax? All of those difficult things that it's like, and just dealing with no. customers and you're like, okay, um, I, you know, I were being in the service business, being a bartender, you work with customers and everything every day, but when it's your own baby, when it's your own thing, it's, uh, you know, you're, 
you want to you want to do the best you can and be the best you can, but you know it's 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 nerve wracking. It's it's extremely yeah. nerve wracking. It's not like all right, you know, before I bartended for somebody, I you know was a face for them and working, you know, and I knew I could go home to my own thing and do whatever. Now this is this is I go home. This is what I have, you know. So it's extremely nerve wracking, and I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the point I wanted to to bring out too, was like, none of us really know what we're doing, especially in the beginning. And I think there can be this yeah. feeling for a lot of us of, oh no, like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm, I'm supposed to. Like, how did I open a business if I don't even know what I'm doing? Or like, you know, someone brings something up insurance and you're like, fuck, should I have that? Should I, shouldn't mm-hmm. I know if I'm supposed to have that? Like, there's this feeling of like not enoughness. Like, oh, I, I don't know mm-hmm. enough. I, I maybe, maybe I'm not cut out for this because I should have the answers to these questions that I don't, that I don't, but the truth is none of us had the answers to those questions. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very learning by doing experience. It's you get into it and then you're like, okay, I'm making some money with this. Like, should I be registering as, as an LLC? Like, should I be becoming a real business? Like, do I need to a different level of business registration? Mm-hmm. You know, all of those really difficult questions. Yeah. And just even, you know, and, and managing, managing those. And, and I think, I mean, having you as my life coach, definitely changed so many different things about me, but you know, there, when I I just didn't have the option, I didn't give myself the option of giving up, you know, like I was going to figure it out, but I mean, it's, it's like, there's so much, there's so many different aspects of business. There's no way anybody could know anything or, you know, or or everything. Um, But like, you know, just, kind of plowing through it and trying the different things, different ideas and, you know, not giving up and not being discouraged by certain things. Like for instance, I recently just had uh, a competitor. It's a very comical situation, I guess, because, but this gentleman is trying to compete and um, he's in his seventies. He does tree work out here. It's very sketchy how he delivers his ice. And at first I was like, Oh my God, like somebody's trying to compete. And then, you know, talking to the inner circle and, and working out with people, it's like, no, competition is, you know, it's a good thing, competition, actually, because, you know, you've done something and people want to, people want a little piece of that pie, want a little piece of that action or, you know, so just even facing things like that, like, oh my God, somebody wants to compete with me. I didn't even think that would be possible, you know? And then what do you do in that sort of situation or how, I didn't even know oh, wow, I'm going to buy the ice, the bags that I put the ice in, I can write those off. Oh, wow, cool. I can do like all these things that, you know, maybe I've heard of and yeah, should have known apparently according to society, but I didn't. And maybe I was not a little afraid to admit that I didn't know, but that feeling of, well, you should know, but having no clue. Yeah. But that, yeah. oh, God, should I, should I? And then wanting to raise my prices, should I raise my price? You know, like, but just got to go with it. Got to go with it. Yeah. No, and I like the point that you made that, like, giving up just wasn't an option. It's like, and I think that's the difference between the entrepreneurs who make it and the ones who don't is because there can be this feeling of, oh, my God, I should know all this. Like, I am not prepared for this. I do not know what I'm doing. Um, and I think we all go through that. And it's it's like, it's like embracing that and realizing that you don't need to have it all figured out and like mm-hmm. starting to find people who can support you, coaches or communities or, you know, like you have, you have a lot of people in your family, but like you said, it's not always, 
Yeah. It's Your dad's old school business advice isn't always yeah. going to be the same of how we do it today. Yeah, no, for mm-hmm. sure. And my business is just bizarre too. You know, I mean, it's just like a, I mean, there is a demand I'm supplying it, but it's just like a weird, you know, it's a weird thing. And being able to bounce ideas off of people is just, I, I think the, the more that you can, the more successful you'll be and everything is the more you can communicate with other people, you know, and, and don't be, don't be afraid to ask. I mean, there's, even with the inner circle, so like in the beginning, I'd be like, oh, do I really, is my opinion going to matter here? Or do I really need to ask this question? Maybe I can just ask Google, screw Google. Like the inner circle became my everything as far as that goes. But um, like, you know, just not being, not being afraid because every, like once you realize how many people are in the same exact boat, you're like, oh my gosh. Okay. And then that's when you start to grow even more and then you're you know you find yourself helping out somebody else or something like that and you know six months later got things cooking <laughs> yeah no you're a hundred percent right too and and I think that is the big piece for a lot of us is figuring out that we're not the only one like there's a lot of other people in this boat um and and I do feel like there could be this energetic of sometimes with new business owners of like, of, oh, I just, I don't know enough. Like, I'm not going to make it in this. I don't know what I'm doing. I should know. And it's like, why do we expect ourselves to know that? Like, you mm-hmm. wouldn't start anything else and expect yourself to know everything and have it all figured out. So but for some, but for so some reason, in business, we do. And we feel weird to ask. Like, mm-hmm. there's this kind of thing of like, oh, well, if I ask that other, even if you have friends or family who've run a business, it's like, if I ask, are they going to think that I don't know what I'm doing? Like, is it a bad look for me? You know, totally. Um, totally. when really I can tell you, people reach out to me with these kind of things all the time in the inner circle, we're doing it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when someone reaches out, I'm like, Oh my God, I totally remember that. Like I just had someone reach out to ask me about health insurance. I'm like, Oh girl, let me explain how that works. Yeah. Like, because when you don't know, you don't know. And it, you know, I had and to learn. No, it wasn't so- and, and like, I don't even know why I meet, it's like, yeah, you're not going to go scuba diving without having to learn for, you know, learn everything first. Like, but just, I mean, the, the not knowing was of course, and the unknown is scary, you know, like the, the not knowing was definitely, definitely a scary part, but just like you said, like, yeah, somebody asked you about health, you knew it right away. Once you, once you start to ask the questions and you feel people's responses, I've never had a negative response from asking somebody a question. I've never had anyone been like, you don't know that. And it's your business. You don't know. Like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how to start an LLC. Uh, no, it's always like, Oh girl. Yeah. Let me help you with this. Like you want, you That's know, so this is how I did it. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is, this is how I did it. This is how it's done. It's like, Oh, awesome. And then like, just even be like, Oh, she did, you know, she did it. Like I can, do, I can do this. Um, yeah. And yeah, just, but yeah, no, not being, but not being afraid to, to ask questions because legit, no, nobody has a clue. Nobody has a clue. Yeah. Nobody does. I, yeah. And I think that's something we've all seen in the inner circle. Um, and something that that's really very pervasive, but I think like, you know, especially with social media marketing these days, everybody wants to look like the expert and they want to come on and they want to, Oh, yeah. I have it all figured out. And I've, you know, I'm a business coach. Like I'm a business coach. I don't have all the answers for you guys. You know, you've asked me a few questions in the inner circle about 
legal th- like I'm not a fucking lawyer I don't know and I'm, I, I don't know I can't tell you that I do which is you know why I'm hoping to bring in lawyers and accountants and people who can answer those questions for you because I don't always have the answers um and even like you said when you had the competition when you had this guy kind of start it like triggered you as yeah. as it sh- I would expect it to. And you know, you had this moment of like, okay, this guy, but once we were able to talk to you about it and like, I think Jamie brought up a great point within the inner circle. She had said, um, like that just shows that you are doing something like he wants a piece of it. Like you had a great idea. You saw the supply and demand and this competition, this guy wants to get in on that. So really it's showing that like you, you did your part, you know, and as we've gone through and like, talked with you about this guy like we're very confident people are going to be choosing your services over his because of how professional you're running it right and that's where you get to stand out and really like kind of make it your own and just trust that people are gonna pick what's best for them as far as their ice buying needs are concerned I like totally totally and and uh you know it's just so funny because I mean I I shouldn't have been nervous in the first, or not, or felt the way I did, but like I immediately was like when I saw like the first ice sign, like need ice with this like K- Kentucky number, I was like, you know, I started sweating and I'm like, oh my god, like someone else. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm the one that's got the reverse osmosis system at my house, so the water's pure. I make sure, you know, I my bags are done like in a clean way. I transport the bags in a clean way and a cooler. This guy's just throwing his stuff in the back in the back of his golf cart and rolling with it. There's just, you know, I'm making a different experience for the people and providing a different service by, you know, clearly just a better product, but also the experience of just being more personable and everything like that. And so when I was when I first saw, oh, neat ice, like I immediately I almost like shut down. Like someone else's Oh, like oh god but then you know when I talked to the inner circle and everything and realized oh this isn't the end of the world like this is actually a, a good thing I kind of like locked in more and that's when um I think it was Alex was like girl get on Vistaprint they're having a sale get your yard signs now and I did and now my yard signs are up um and it was a way for me to even I uh, saw the competition and I just started marketing myself even more um mm, yeah and almost you pushed know, you like yeah, to hold like yourself accountable. Yeah. But at first I was like, Oh God. And like, I would have yeah. retreated had I not been like, okay, Hey, this is what's going on. Is this normal? Like, you, you know, what should I do? Like I, it's, it's, it's interesting to think of what I would have done had I not, you know, actually been like, shit, this is happening. What do I do? Like, had I not reached out to people and, you know, had I just tried to deal with it myself? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing that you bring it up because I wasn't really even thinking of this, but um, there's something I hear from people all the time, this like fear of competition, you know, and especially if you're in a field like coaching or massage or blah, 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 where there's fucking competition everywhere. It's like, it's such a silly thing to focus on because your clients are coming to you for a reason. They're picking you for a reason. And you know, it shouldn't really be that way. It shouldn't really be that way. And I see why people get that initial spiral out of control. Of, ah, I have competition, but it's, yeah. it's, if you're confident in what you're doing and the work that you're producing and what you're selling, mm-hmm. um, then it really shouldn't be a problem. Like I was on a sales call a couple of weeks ago with a girl 
um, who kind of want, you know, we were talking about working together. I'd asked her a bunch of questions and she said, Oh, I just talked to another coach as well who was like the same rate as you. And she was like, I don't, and I was like, girl, you got to pick what's best for you. Like if you feel particularly right. drawn to one person or another, like that could be the other person you talk to. It might not be me, but like go with your gut. You know, she was a generator. So it's go with mm-hmm. your gut. And she ended up actually signing with me. And she said it was because I talked to her the most. I had asked her the most questions about her business and, and had, you know, really been interested in what she was doing. And so, and she liked the human design piece. So it was just like yeah. a kind of moment, right? Like I could have freaked out and been like, <gasps> competition, let me pressure this girl into something. But it's like, it's not really what it's for. Like what's going to be best for you? Is working for me oh. going to be best for you? Or is working with that other coach? Like, I don't know. I'm not you. <laughs> I, I can't tell you what's best for you. Um, yeah, it's such an interesting point. What would cause, I mean, and, and you know, could cause anxiety sometimes. Like, you know, uh, when I saw the signs go up, my first instinct is, oh my God, like he's going to take over. Should I rip these signs down? And No, like. Yeah, like my business is going to fail and I'm going to starve. Yeah, and I'm gonna, yeah. it's like your brain immediately goes to worst to the, case yeah. scenario. To the, yeah. worst case, to the worst case scenario. Um, yeah. But that, you know, and that wasn't the case. And then when, even with my, my, the yard signs I had done, it was a, uh, they were originally, it was a painting that one of my, uh, a homeowner out here that rents their house out that just happens to love the business and love me and everything. Oh, um, she did a painting for me. That's now my yard sign. That's now an ad. Yeah. So there's, I have like a whole (coughs) community out here behind me. They call me the ice princess. Um, I hear vanilla ice, ice, ice baby, like blasting from my neighbor's house, houses constantly. Like there's, there's like this community base where like I, I had to like remember that, oh yeah, these people like, you know, I, I still have support. I still have this. It's not like the end all with this competition thing and he's not the ice princess. So, you know, and if I just, no, I just got to keep, you know, staying on the, staying positive about it. Cause it's easy, I think for, for, to get down on yourself. Yeah. You know, fall into like a, oh God, like, am I good enough? Or I don't know. It's just, I guess it's easy to give up on anything now. Yeah. And you know what? That actually leads me beautifully because into the next question I was thinking of asking you, which is like, what are some of the biggest struggles that you've had or faced Mm -hmm. as a business owner? And I know that that's one Mm -hmm. you've talked to me about a lot and talked about in the inner circle a lot is being really hard on yourself and like always kind of taking things to that, like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I'm like so hard. So is that something you would say has been like a really big struggle for you? And like, how have you worked through it? How have you handled that? Oh, definitely. Huge struggle. I mean, even personally, in my personal life, when, you know, you and I first started, I was just a mess, you know, crying. I cried every day. I don't care. I cried every day, multiple times a day. Um, Open emotional. She's an open emotional center in human design. Exactly. You know, and, and, um, you know, just, there was no way I could, that was getting out of my own way was my own chat was an own challenge, you know? But then once I started to kind of get myself together, the business thing was like, Oh, all right, this is totally new. Um, the challenges and everything, every, every day was a challenge. Even, uh, just, you know, when I started, it was like, okay, $5 a bag. And then I went to $8, like, you know, second questioning myself, well, should I increase the price? Like, should I do this? And then, 
oh, well, you know, this, the other competitor doesn't have reverse osmosis ice, so he's charging less. Well, should I, you know, should I do that? Um, and just kind of second guessing myself constantly. Um, and, you know, just even wondering, like, is this, is this going to work? Like, am I going to make this work? Like, is, is, it, is this are something that people are just laughing at me about? Like, um, and so much just, there was a lot of just different anxiety and stuff over um, how it was even going to become possible for me to, you know, be happy, have a business and be successful, you know, and not, and still have like a time for myself and everything like that. It wasn't definitely, it it just wasn't, it wasn't an easy route learning, you know, with your help and with the inner circles help, I was able to kind of learn, like, you know, I don't have to be a slave to this, this business that I'm creating. I created it so that I can, you know, take time for myself for like, you know, I was in the beginning, I was running ice all over the island at soon as they texted me oh I need two bags here I need two bags here I'm all over the place stressing out like trying to figure out you know my process how I should do it and then it was like all right you know after talking with you in the inner circle why don't we have like a set time in the morning where I'm delivering a set time in the afternoon where I'm delivering I guess just you know challenges of figuring out like exactly what is your process like how and not just your process of like how you're going to do your business but like like, what's your process? Like, how do you, when you wake up in the morning, what are you doing when you're waking, you know, like, are you setting an intention for the month? Are you, like, just little things that I never thought about before helped me so much, you know, setting the intentions, um, things like that, like, helped me with with the challenges, being able to talk about it on the inner circle. Uh, but it it's definitely now I feel I'm less, I have less anxiety about the situation and I'm more able to talk about this as like a business and as my own thing and be proud of it. Whereas, you know, six months ago that I, I, you know, didn't even know if, if, if it could be possible. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I think you bring up a lot of good points. Like I think we're going to, everybody listening is probably really relating to what you're saying too. It's like that feeling of getting into business and being like, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing and nothing now there's a competitor and I don't know what, nothing's going to work out right. And like, it just, (laughs) am I ever going to make it? Am I going to be a failure or like, what is, you know, what is happening? Um, Yeah. And I know that was something we really saw you go through was like, okay, you started, this business was rocking and rolling, but because you kind of stumbled into it, you'd never set up like a hard and fast structure. And Mm. Brenna's a one three and you really one three the shit out of this business. So um, for (laughs) For all of you listening who who are as familiar with human design, one three, um, that profile in human design is a profile that's really here to learn. They're people who are here to learn by doing, to learn by trial and error, to learn through making mistakes, to learn what they're here to do by learning what they shouldn't do and by making those kind of mistakes. And one threes are really drawn to me. We'll probably end up with quite a few of them on the podcast over the next season. Um, They end up in my field all the time. And business really is a third line process. It's a learning curve. So especially for you, you got into it and you were like, okay, 
I'm going to start selling ice. And then it starts to be like, okay, I need more coolers. Let me get coolers. And it's like, okay, I've got all these coolers and now I need a way to deliver. And then it's like, okay, I'm delivering, but now I'm delivering at all hours of the day. I need a system to, you know, kind of streamline that. So, cause you were, you were like, everyone's back in call. Every time someone texted you, you would run around the Island and you were just like, my phone is constantly blowing up. And so something that we did in one month of the inner circle was kind of sit down and talk about systems and how could we lean on systems mm-hmm. to help improve our businesses. You know, a lot of the girls left there um, signing up for booking systems and signing up for different ways that they could streamline automated emails. And I know a big takeaway from you was like, how can I start getting orders coming through and have these set delivery times so that people order all morning? I do a morning delivery. People order all afternoon and I do one afternoon delivery. Um, and you, f- you freed up so much time for yourself. Like, and you oh, ended oh. up like doubling your income and having your workload. So yes, that's a I win guess. if I call it a win. And another thing of just with you saying that um, is that what you, you had given me some advice and you were completely right about people like structure. You know, like when I told the people... When I told the people, when I told the people, like, the, you know, the, mor- the morning, this is your delivery here, get, get, your t- get your ice in by, you know, if you want it done at this time, delivered then, delivered in the evening, people loved it, you know, and I was like, oh, or, or as soon as I talked to them, they'd be like, you know, how, how big are your bags, how much do they go for, 10 pound bags, $3, um, you know, and just like ex- explaining, um, I just lost my chance thought. Look at that. Yeah, like explaining the kind of like you like how how people like that structure, you know, and people yes. want to know what to expect. They want to exactly. know, okay, if I order from this girl, how long is it going to take for the, to get the ice? And and remember, you didn't have any days off either, so like exactly. we had to set you a day off. Like and and now people just know, okay, Brenda's not open on Tuesdays, so I'm going to get yep. a delivery on Monday, and then I'll get yep. another one on Thursday. Like they're and they working love it. around it. And, and they, they love, love it. it. They love it. Like it's almost like, and they're almost like, if I, they see me around the island, they could be like, same t- same time tomorrow, you know, Thursday at ten. Yeah. It's like, and they love it. They love that it. That was something so, that me and you really. And had I was to like, oh my god, I'm gonna put people on a schedule. Ugh, ugh, I don't know if yeah. people are gonna want a schedule. I think people are gonna want me to be there whenever. No, like they're they're totally cool with it, and they like yeah. they like that. So that was a big. That was, and I was so nervous to implement it. And it's like, gosh, you know, and then, you know what, the other thing, just even trying that is just try it. You know, when you're, when you have a business, just try something. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it works, it could pay off really well. Third line your way right through that whole situation. And and what do you think was, because I feel like for, for everybody, this is gonna be really helpful. Like, what do you think it was that was the gremlin behind being scared to implement that rule? Like, what were you afraid would happen? Or what, what did you think your customers were going to react? You know, I don't, it's, it's, it's like, it's like you just, it's maybe rejection. I don't know. Like, though, they're going to go get their ice somewhere else. They're going to, disapprove of my business the way I run my business when it was the exact opposite you know but like yeah so you had this feeling like you need to be bending over backwards and delivering them ice at all times of day at their every back and call or they would just never buy from you and now it's the you know the total opposite 
It's the total, total opposite. And I have people when I'm like, oh, you know, I'm on the mainland and I'll be back on the island in a couple hours. Oh, well, that's, you know, that's fine. Or I can set something up for tomorrow. But like I get them in that time slot. They're totally cool with it. Then they know what to expect. I know what to expect. Um, but to be like, they love to know. They love to know. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, oh gosh, I would want to know too. Like if I was on vacation yep. when, you know, when's the ice girl, come, like, you know, and figure it out like that. Um, but I was totally, and I'm going to be this way, I'm sure for the rest of my life, my own worst enemy, you know, just thinking like, oh, they don't want structure. The people want, and then I was glued to my phone. I mean, I still am glued to my phone and working on that whole process. But, you know, every time it beeps, it was like, oh, my God, like, I got to go now. Like, no, I, you don't. Like, and then that's the great no. thing about being an entrepreneur and having your own business is, like, once you realize, like, okay, this is mine and, like, you, it is okay for you to take time and, you know, actually mold it to yourself and not to just your customer or whoever it is you're yeah. providing the service for. You're like, oh, oh, this is what it's all about? Oh, okay. <laughs> and I feel like that's a huge mission of mine with the girls that I'm working with one-on-one and within the inner circle is like, why are we under this impression that having a business needs to work for everybody else and we need to be glued? Like you had this thing yeah. of like, I couldn't not deliver ice every second of the day. And I was like, no. Like you could, you could. And not only that, I am willing to bet your customers are going to love having the boundaries and the, like the policies. Like I think people are so hesitant to set policies because it's like, oh, it's bitchy. Oh, it's going to seem like I'm not flexible when really like your customers want to know, like, I want to know, oh, she does her delivery at 10. I better, I better get that order in because if not, I'm not going to get it till six and I won't get to day drink. Like, I'm just going to remember that and I'm going to work around it. Um, and yeah. you did see that as soon as you set those policies, everybody just worked around it. Yeah, it was immediate. Like, like, I, like it had always been there. You know what I yeah. mean? It just was like, boop, oh, this is the way it is now. And I was like, uh-huh, uh, okay, all right, I guess this, this is great. This is the way it is now. And yeah, just and you took- to take a day off. Oh, wow. Like, I, I was you like, went I'm from- never going to be able to take a day off. You went from all day driving around that island with ice to two delivery times a day. And in between, you're at the beach while orders are just rolling in. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? And, (laughs) you know, we kind of, too, when we sat down and workshopped it together, which because we did do that, like there were a couple of times a day that were peak anyway. So those were the times you picked for your delivery time. Like you went with what, like mid-morning and evening, like the two times people are kind of thinking, oh, man, we need new ice. And like I so, still get straggler, like you still get people, up to, but it's nothing like that's not, you know, not manageable. And if I feel like doing it, I'll do it. And if, you know, I can't, whatever, but it's not, not, not only is it not manageable, but now like just the way I feel about it, like I don't get that like gut, like, oh my God, like that feeling in my stomach. Like, you know, I don't get those yeah. immediate reactions. Like when I used to, my phone used to ring and I used to be like, oh my God, I gotta go. Now it's like, oh, Okay. Nope, this is the process. This is how it works. People are like, cool, see you tomorrow or whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I think it's so funny. I was like, oh my God, I'm at my house and this person is, you know, like, but it's, it, it worked. Like I didn't have to be afraid of my customer or didn't have to be afraid of, you know, giving them a little bit of a guideline or a boundary because they, they totally liked it. 
And I mean, on an island when you're only on island time, sometimes having a little boundary like that is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so. if I, everybody, everybody likes structure, right? Like we all yeah. are always scared of it, but people like to know. I, I, I remember do. saying that to you. I'm like, whatever the rules you're going to make are for these delivery times and these, these order time and like how it's going to work. You were sick of people calling and texting you. So I'm like, pick one way that they call and just mm-hmm. tell them that that's the way. And, and, and it yeah. will, they'll do it. Like they don't, they don't care. You know, they just want their ice. So they'll, they'll it's do whatever so you have it structured. And, and I remember saying to you, I remember saying to you, if you called a place and you were like, Hey, I want to do this. And they were like, okay, great. Yeah. Our delivery times are between four and five. So you just have to get your order. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> you would never think twice about it. You wouldn't be like, wow, that ice place was real bitchy. Like, no, you would just do what they told you was how it worked. It's so true. It's so true. But like in my mind, I was like, oh my God, everybody's going to hate me. <laughs> hate me. Yeah. That's the big fear there. And then when you get people that are being like, oh, what well, are the times you're open? And then I tell them and then that's it. And they're like, okay, great. And then they get their order in and I'm like, wow, that was so easy. Like then you kind of question, is it supposed to go this smoothly? Like, and I think that some of it, I think a lot of business owners sabotage themselves because they don't feel like it can be easy. Like, who am I to only work two delivery times a day? Like I should be running all over the place. I decided to do this, this, and it's, it's such a silly thing that we put on ourselves. I see it. I see it a lot with generators too. And it's just Mm. this, this like energetic of feeling like you're not doing it right unless you're sacrificing yourself. For it. Yeah, I, and I, a hundred sitting here right now, that is how I still feel like a hundred percent is how I feel, you know, like I totally. It's I like, it doesn't it. feel quite right to you if it's not. Yeah. Like what else am I supposed to be doing? Or, you know, like it, yeah, it just doesn't seem right. doesn't seem right, but yet it is. <laughs> so what can, what can you share with us like a little bit about your experience, especially being a one three and business is a very third line process and you have very much so third lined your way through this and just kind of like navigated what, what can you say about your experience with that and how it helps you to kind of envision the future and just knowing that that's a little bit of your prop, like the process. Well, I guess um, once, I mean, once the whole human design thing really blew my mind. I was just, hmm so on board and I was like oh my gosh this explains <laughs> so much <laughs> like so much but that it also like being able just to look back on in the past and different things I had done the 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 exploring the learning now that it makes sense and now that I know that that's like how I operate it I I'm not afraid of like you know experimenting with something different like you know like I want to add water to the, experimenting with this doing it's I'm not as like I'm not as feel like confined to what I need to be because I'm like all right well if I just try it it's and it works it works if I don't I don't but now knowing that like I just have to literally do it in order to learn if it's going to work or not it's kind of like uh not like relieving, but I'm like, all right, this is the way I'm supposed to be. Okay, I can do this. As long as I just keep, you know, keep thinking of different ideas, keep reinventing different things and, and just trying them, you know? Mm. Um, and, yeah, and, and like go along with the done. process. Just almost what I'm hearing in that. Just like go with taking, it. Yeah, taking advice from other people. I mean, I, I still always trust my gut, but like, you know, taking yeah. advice from other people, but just just kind of going with the flow because it's not going to stop. Like I think of 
gosh, you know, even with, with quitting drinking or even go like surfing or something like that, you think of, you know, these waves and how they're coming and there's big waves that are going to knock you out and there's little waves, but they're just constantly coming, you know, they're always coming and it's always, you just kind of have to adapt. And I think that knowing that like exploring and learning could potentially make my business even better and, you know, grow even more. It's like, well, then I'm more excited about exploring and, and, Mm. and, and thinking that, um, everything's always changing. Businesses are always changing. People are always changing. Um, you know, technology is always changing. So to just kind of like not be afraid, like, I guess not get in my own way and not be afraid of, like, you know, just not doing something because I'm not supposed to, or society says I'm not supposed to, or I'm not, it's just kind of just trust the process, you know, go with the flow. And I've gone with the flow my whole life. And I say like, go with, now I realize, oh, wow, like I'm designed to go with the flow and it works for me. Um, Totally. Knowing that is, is gives it it makes me feel more at ease whereas before like you know not knowing that that's the way I I process and that's the way I do things it's like it's so you're like stressed out like and nobody could be like this but no actually learning and and experimenting is is growth and it's okay yeah <laughs> yeah no totally and I, I love how you said that because I think with third lines especially and with all of us in business because business is such a third line process it's like there can be this hesitancy to even get into things because we know we don't have it all figured out yet, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I I see that with people and it's like, you're you're never going to have it all figured out. Like if you're waiting to post or to sell or to put out that offer or to start that business until you know exactly what you're doing, like you're never going to do Agreed. it because you're never going to feel that way. It's always this like trial and error. It's like, oh, let me, oh, okay, that didn't really work. Let me try this other thing. Oh, okay, that did work. Oh, okay, let me yeah. try this new thing. And, yeah. Um, It's been cool to watch you kind of bump through the process and like maneuver your way around. Totally. And it's like, you know, what do you, I didn't, I didn't have anything to lose necessarily by trying those things either. You know, like they're like taking a risk is, I mean, that's what put my business myself, just taking a risk and moving down here. All of that is kind of what had, had it, had the business get off its feet, you know, had it had a starting point there. So um, yeah, just yeah. trusting. I don't know. Embrace you know, that third know. line. Embrace that third line. <laughs> no, it's definitely cool to hear you kind of talk about your experience. And I know that that's going to help. Like lots of you guys who are listening are probably going to relate to it because I think that is something that we see a lot in business and that holds us back a lot is like, it feels like failures, but it's actually this little like navigating your way through. It's these like little mini failures that help you figure out, okay, well, this isn't really the way to do it. Okay. Let me try this way. And it's the people who learn to like roll with that. Like you're Mm -hmm. saying, like surf Mm -hmm. those waves instead of letting them like toss you to shore every single time that really end up growing their businesses and seeing success instead of like giving up at the first step of like, failure that first sign of like failure and I think that society there's so much like we get so much pressure from society like you know failure is not an option but people you know or and people constantly think they're failing all the time they're you know they're not it's like so uh yeah yeah Uh, no 
Totally. Like they're growing. Like it's through those little like failures that you're yeah. actually growing and like learning and, and doing what you. not going to totally wipe you out. You know, you're not going to be totally knocked down. I definitely can see like how if I didn't have put probably put in a lot of work into myself that I would have stayed in the in the feeling of being knocked down and it would have been harder to get up and harder to. But now it's like, you know, you get knocked down. Okay, fine. Like next, like next wave, like just keep yep. trying. Try, try and, then you get, and then somehow like you hit it magically for me, it just started to flow, started to get a little easier. And then, you know, of course I'm questioning again, is this the way it's supposed to be? But like, you know, accept that process just and go with it. Accept it. Yeah, I love that. Words of wisdom from a one three right here, right to all your ears. That's right. Um, so what are you like celebrating right now? Like what, like, let's talk a little bit about like the growth that you've experienced. Like, what are you celebrating? What are you proud of yourself? How have you changed and grown? Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. Um, Good question. Well, I mean, I just, I mean, even there's so many like I don't celebrate the little things enough or the big things enough, but I, you know, I need to, and I need to remind, remember to, to celebrate myself. But I guess just kind of, I, I feel like it's not like you want to say, Oh, I have a sense of purpose because I'm selling bags of ice, but I feel like, you know, all right, like things are kind of coming into place. Whereas life is becoming a little bit more manageable. Like not, I, kind of, I used to think everything, was like the end of the world constantly all the time and now it just it's it's not like that and um, even like getting a little like a little win it's like you know I tell my sister oh I'm doing first podcast and she's like I'm so proud of you you know to see how far I've come and to, you know hear when someone like my sister says I'm so proud of you I know she means it you know mm. and um little wins like that just like the fact that I did it and you know I'm owning it and uh, that I'm still you know sticking with it and working and making it work like the fact that like I had this idea and it's it's working like I and that it, it's you took a chance on yourself oh yeah. like that's good you know and I should sell celebrate those things and um you know it's it's a totally totally different feeling um from where I was you know six months ago and it's just it's more than just like all right this is now I I have um you know I know where my money is coming from like I know kind of what I'm doing every day it's like it's it's more of like I'm figuring out the process of life and you know I'm kind of ready for the next chapter you know I'm not like Oh crap! What's around? What's gonna What's gonna happen next? Like dreading. I don't know. I'm just like I'm more. I'm more excited. Like I'm. I'm more. You know. I just feel more with it, and um, it's yeah. it's exciting. And you know, like you you when you when I do something like you know, and the the woman who did my helped me with this, did the canvas that I turned my yard signs into and stuff. It's stuff like that where I'm like you know, you get people's response, a positive response. And I'm like, wow, like I really am doing a good job. Like, and I can say that and I should be, and I should be proud of myself. And, you know, it's like, I have to remind myself that it's okay to be proud of myself and celebrate myself. But um, yeah, just, 
that that good feeling of like all right, I think I'm, you know, where I'm supposed to be and where, where, what's next? Where am I going to go next? You know? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. And you should be celebrating yourself. You, I don't even think would recognize Brenna last year from one year ago today. You have made so many changes in your personal life, in your professional life. And, um, Yeah, I know. And I'll just give everybody a little tidbit. Like Brenna is just a really energetically open person in human design, especially. And we worked a lot on just like you taking on too much of other people's stuff and you giving a mile to people who wouldn't even give you a fucking centimeter. Mm -hmm. And to see you grow and set these boundaries and like completely change as a person and feel really secure in yourself has been really cool. Cause I think when we first met, you were always waiting for the next shoe to drop. Like you were always waiting for the next disaster. You're crying Uh, all the time. Like just always waiting for the next shoe to drop. And now you're kind of like, eh, unbothered. I'm very unbothered by that situation. You know, like, meh, take it or leave it. Like it's just so wild to it's, see how much you've changed. It's definitely, I mean, it's, it's, I, I can't even believe that's the same person, but I yeah. know, like, you know, I put in the work, I did the progress, like I did, so I know that's, yeah. that was me, um, but holy crap, I can't believe that was me, and now, like, you know, it's just, yeah, learning to set boundaries, things that, okay, that's normal. You can do that, but you don't think of it like learning to set boundaries. Oh my God, boundaries. Now I'm like, holy shit, that boundaries is the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> boundaries for everyone. <laughs> Seriously though, it is true. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recognize the old me, you know, I wouldn't. And I'm so grateful that I was in that place and vulnerable and, you know, able able to just like give myself to this entire process and absorb whatever I can from it you know because I'm Mm. still I'm still I'm still figuring myself out and different things out every day and just like but that feeling of of uh yeah like not of optimism you know like yeah no that's what I'm feeling it's like it went from oh my god I'm a failure. Everything I do is a mistake and I am dreading and waiting for the shoe to drop to now, not even a full year later, you're like, what's next? I'm ready for the future. I'm going to fumble my way through it and I'm going to learn. Like you've totally taken that one, three piece of you and embraced it and used it to your advantage. It's been so fucking cool to watch. Like, and you're now you're living your best life. You live in Florida. You work without shoes on most of the time (laughs) and you sell ice. Like it's cool. It's so cool what you've done. It's wild. It's definitely wild transformation yeah Um, I'm celebrating you I'm celebrating all the work that you've done like because I watched you put in all the work so like I am super celebrating you and all these little steps that you've taken along the way it's just been really really cool to watch you evolve um which brings me to my next question what is next for you Brenna where are you headed in the future like what do you have any obviously you don't know but like do you have any vision of what's possible for you or what you see next for yourself um, I mean, I, I, I look to the future now. It's just, it's kind of as crazy as it sounds. It's like, I'm starting, I get, I get in to start all over again at 37 years old. Um, like I'm looking for 36. Future. Yeah. 36. I don't even see. That's how great. I, I think I'm 35. I don't even know. Oh, uh, but just like, it's like I get to start over and I'm not like afraid of what's 
going to happen. Um, I don't know. Like it's like a new, a new found feeling of security and everything's to the point where, yeah, I want to expand the business and do something different. I don't know, you know, add things to, it. I don't know exactly what that's going to be, but you know, I have a good base. I'm just like, I'm, I just know that the future is going to be great and, and exciting because I'm in like keeping myself in like this happy place of knowing like, all right, like, you know, you don't have to dread tomorrow and worry about what Joe Schmo thinks of you. Like, you know, just all these things that, mm. that I've learned over the past year that now almost like I'm not guaranteeing myself the future, but now I can like look to the future as the future. Whereas before I was kind of like, fuck this. Like, I don't even know, you know, I, I don't, am I, who cares, who gives a shit what happens tomorrow? You know, yeah. now it's, now, now I have, the possibilities are endless. And, yeah, you that. know, and it's, and to feel secure, I don't have to rely on somebody else. I was so yeah. codependent, like codependent. So that was actually something I was thinking is like, your self-worth has come just full circle. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's wild crazy to see that. that. It was a real, and, and, you know, my closest friends, they can hear it in my voice. They hear it in the way I, I act and different things. But I mean, yeah, just to think of all these different traits and things that I had within me that were holding, I was holding myself back, you know, like I was being my own worst enemy without even knowing about it. You know, without even the stressors and things that I'd stressed about. And now that I don't even think twice about those things, it's just, it's different. And to feel like you're in a good place, you know, I still have tons of stuff going on, like so many other things and everything, but just to feel, to feel like, all right, finally I'm in a good place. Like it gives, it gives you hope for whatever for the future, but Mm. it's there and, you know, I can kind of do whatever I want. And I have the tools now to be able to handle myself, you know, where a year ago, I definitely did not. <laughs> it's been cool. It's been cool. it's been cool for you to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think of anybody listening like that, you know, just feels like you, I mean, I was in a job with it, like, you know, my, the kid who made the same exact money with me was like a 16 year old, I, you know, working without windows and just going to work, going through the process because I thought that that's what I had to do. Go to work, make money, go home, be this person, make my parents happy, make, you know, society happy and everything when it's like, you know, just break away and figure out, you know, take, take a risk, um, take a breath <laughs> and it's like, you know, go for it. Um, but I, you know, put in the work I and mean, the stuff I did with you and the work I did with you was a, a life changing. Like if anyone's at home thinking like they feel like crap, the world's going to end. Everybody hates you. Um, it's not true. And there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you just gotta, you gotta go for it. But I'm telling you, like, if I, I am like proof that, you know, this, Things can things can change. Things can work. Yeah, it's possible. Being happy is possible. Like there's there's just so you know we look we live in a society where we like we judge each we judge each other. We we see things on Facebook that could put us down. We see you know, and it's like 
there's you don't everybody's so cool and indiv- as an individual and can, has the potential to grow so much it's like we just need to like get rid of the stuff and I had so many like you said I had other people's stuff just stuck to me and working with you and learning how to let go of everything and finally like come into my own and realize I don't need these other people I don't need anybody's you know whatever um it's it's like a humbling experience and it's like holy crap like it it worked like it worked you know You're like oh my god holy yeah. lady holy oh, lady yeah. and i like you know, i tell people all the time i'm like i and i i you know at first when i started and with the life coach thing with you people are like you're you're abby's your your life coach you're doing what like and i'm like yeah, i'm doing it because what do i have to lose Nothing. And that actually, that actually brings me to a good question, a good question that I didn't even think to ask, but that I'd love to ask was because something that I see in people a lot is like, they want to make the changes, but there's always a hesitancy to make that investment. Mm. Um, and I know you experienced that a little when you first signed yeah. on with me and I know you had some friends and family who were like, you're doing what? And you're paying yeah. how much for it? A so lot talk of to us a little, a little bit there about like, your initial hesitancy to invest in yourself in this way into this coaching and kind of how that frame of mind has switched for you. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I think everybody's kind of when they think of, Oh, you know, doing something for yourself, pay like, you know, spending money on yourself. You want to buy yourself an outfit. You want to get a pedicure, manicure people. I mean, you know, I've seen therapists, all sorts of things that, that we do for ourselves, you know, when there's a number attached, we're like, we look at the number, like, do I deserve that? I don't even know if I was asking myself if I deserved it. I think I just, I loved your vibe. And I did do a retreat, the little day treat with you that I just clicked and, you know, I felt like something just wasn't working for me. You know, it wasn't working, but just something wasn't working for me. It wasn't clicking. And I just saw like the opportunity that, you know, to better myself. And I thought if I just start, you know, maybe just a little bit. And uh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I don't have to do it. But if I just try it, you know, what's the worst that could happen? How much money have I spent on stupid shit? How much money have I spent Mm. on other people? (sighs) Way too much money on other people. I, you know, or way too much money on or just, it wasn't even about the money. At, at first it was because I was like, oh shit, do I really need this? Is it? And then once I started to go through the process and once I started to feel the difference, dude, I would have spent whatever. I would have fucking spent a thousand dollars a month. I'm not even kidding because it's not, it's like, it, it's, it's not like, all right, I'm going to be, well, you're not going to be my life coach till you know, we're in our sixties, you know, like it's not like it's the rest it's it's some it's an investment in your future to get it to get it going you know what i mean like to get to get the veil lifted so like it was like i was just i had just couldn't see i was my own blocking myself and and once i started and you know i paid the money so i was going to put myself put do the work and do the process and, and um but once i started and started seeing like feel the changes and see the results i was like why did I question the va- the price that's on this? Why did I why did I question it when I feel this way now? Like hmm. if if it was doubled, I, I I understand in the beginning where I felt like you know because it's 
and people New. Used, yeah, and people aren't used yeah. to spending it's something different. You know, it's not like um yeah, you know, I'm not a natural blonde. Let's face it. It's not like going and getting your hair done. And you're paying you know a couple hundred dollars for that, or going and getting a massage. That's you know supposed to be this instant gratification. This is something where you know you're working. You you're gonna put the work in, bitch. You're doing it. Um, if you know if you want to see it, you are. But you do it, and like, holy crap, you know, like that. That I mean, that was the best money I've ever spent in my life. You think about it, you know, like because it's you're investing in yourself, in your future, or whatever. You're investing in yourself for that specific time being, and like some maybe I didn't realize like in the beginning but like the most important thing is yourself like we should be like valuing and honoring ourselves way more than we than we do and like now you know I think about it in the beginning of how I was just just shocked you know just because we're like oh should I do this for what else could I spend this money on do I really need it for myself like is this really gonna work after just a short period of time I was like this is that's why I stayed on for a second, you know, did a second yeah. round with you as well, because I, I wanted it to stick. And I knew that it was probably one of the best things I've done, ever done for myself. Because it's yeah. more, it's more than um, just you, you know, and I like, it's, it's when the person on the, uh, like, just is, when I made that decision to do it, like I made the decision, all right, I want to, you know, be a better person, you know, have a better future, whatever it is, I was making that investment for myself and I was responsible for showing up and putting in the work. And, mm. if, you know, if that's something that you could do, it's priceless. It's priceless. Yeah. And, and like you said, part of coaching, and this is why coaching tends to be the pricing that it is, is yeah. you're, you're holding yourself accountable. Like you paid right. that money you sure as shit were going to do the things I, I had you do. You sure as shit were going to do your homework and show up on those calls. You showed up on those calls on time, ready to go. You know, so it's like yeah. that investment is what holds you to actually make the changes. Like Agreed. had you paid me $40, you would have just been like, oh, fuck that girl. Right. You know, right. would have shown up. Abby's so, no Groupon. Abby's no Groupon. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, but it's true. And, and, and then, you know, I think of, shit how much money I've made just from changing <laughs> you know like I wouldn't have been if I was still sitting in my you know house on the hill crying every day like I would I wouldn't be able to you know do half the things I'm doing now you know yeah. wasn't, still working have, at your 14 dollars an hour job no yeah like where is it? it is yeah and instead, I did a second round with you. Now I'm in the inner circle, which I think is for me. I was so I was awesome. I got to do the first round, and um, you know anybody that I talk to that is thinking about doing it, I'm like, just do it. Like you kind of, I mean, you're it's the you're it's the value of like what you're getting out of it is just so much more than the number. It's so much more than the number. And I know it's like easier said than done because there's, it's difficult unless like, you know, you, you, you know, know someone that's gone through the process or, or I guess, but I'm as honest as shit and it works. <laughs> and that's why like, I, I, you know, I, I would have now knowing how I feel now, I, I seriously would have, I would have made it work uh monetarily wise for whatever because it's 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 priceless 
I mean, because oh, it's well, something that is with me now every day. It's true, though. It's true. You know, it's true. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's oh, yeah, I know it, and that's like it's great for me to talk to some people because a lot of people did know me, and they're and. You know, I was talking to my, my buddy Kyle the other day, and he's like, Jesus Christ, Brenna, what happened to you? I'm like, I know, right? It's a good yeah. good happening. Invest, take some time. Invest in yourself. Self-care. It's all that, you know? It's, yeah. It's, why not? No, and I, I'm happy to ask you about it just to get your take on it because everybody experiences that. You know, like anytime yeah. someone's talking to me about joining the inner circle or one-on-one or – like everybody experiences that initial fear of, oh my God, I've never invested in. And I remember the first time I yeah. invested in myself. I invested $15,000 in myself in that way. And I'd never done that before. And like, it's terrifying. It ended up being the best decision that I ever made and well worth the return that I got back. But, you know, I know that that's like a really scary thing for a lot of people. It is. Um, it is. To just kinda... trust. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people assume, like my dad will always say that to me. He'll be like, oh, like, all your clients must just like be rich. Like he's just expecting that they're all just like loaded with disposable income. Like, no, and I'm like, no, not, not at all. Not I was making all. $14 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it was awful. <laughs> but like, I made it work, you know, like you make it work. You, yeah. it, nothing is, you know, you're, if, if you're thinking about the process and that, you're thinking about the, the, doing this journey and you know that's the one thing holding you back please like don't like the money that just I wish it I wish it didn't have that effect on people you know Mm -hmm. like but it but it does but you know maybe now with more people caring more about themselves and wanting to do things more for themselves you know and that and the feeling that they get from once they do do something for themselves maybe now this People will want it more. I don't know, you know, because like, because it's becoming, you know, people are becoming more self-aware how important mental health is. I mean, shit, my mental health was shit. And I have been to therapists. I have been to the Institute of Living. I have been to, you know, so many people and tried so many different things. And um, it was really just, you know, when I did the investment on myself and worked and you were there and that was just – most I wish I wish I did it earlier you know I wish yeah. I did it in my I wish I did it in my 20s but I you know I wouldn't be the ice princess I am now if I did it then you know? yeah you know, hey, you know it all happens when it's supposed to happen and exactly. it's all process in my chart too it said I came see I am 37 it said I was supposed to come into myself at 37 I think which part. yeah no yeah there tends to be with the third line like that experimentation that like bumping into life and tends to kind of settle down in your midlife like 30s yeah. there's no hard and fast like year that it switches but it's like yeah. as you as you get into that sort of like second phase of your life, um, a lot of times that does kind of settle down and you start to kind of settle into your path. And I think deciding yeah. to get sober was a huge kickoff for Weesh. you because you were kind of like, now what? And that's when you fell into with me. And yeah. I, you know, I think it was a really good timing because you were in this position of just like, what's next? I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's all, and, and you know, it's, being sober was something totally new for me, you know, like all these yeah these new things and you could, and with, you know, I think with something new, the fear that comes with that want, you know, doing something new can hold people back so much from taking that first step, you know, but 
once you really see the the outcome and it's not like oh six months later here I am what it was like no like it was little tiny things like you know even like checking people's social media or so stupid things that just like I stopped or that weren't stupid to me at one point but I stopped doing yep. or caring you know like just kind of things are just starting to fall into place and I would do it like there you I I would do it over and over and over and over and over again and I'll yeah. tell well, we're excited to have you in the inner circle again in the fall yeah. like that's gonna be awesome yeah. and Super worked out because kind of as our time was wrapping up together, I was launching this new group of entrepreneurs. You just opened your business and it worked out really nicely. So it's cool to have you still be in my circle where we can kind of still be like helping each other and um, yeah, all the good stuff. I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm like excited for this next round. I see like a big vision for this group going forward. And so the couple of you who've like taken a chance on me in these early days, I'm like super excited. It's great. I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect, and I, I'm, I mean, it's been the it's been the best thing that happened to my business and myself personally. Just like knowing that there's this group of people like that deal with the same sh- shit, and it it could be you know everybody in the group is different. You know, like Jenna's got she's got kids, and I don't have kids, but we all we have the same like you know the same things going on, and to be able to go to a safe place and you know be accepted and respected and it's cool it's a, I, I love the group like I love the group and I'm I'm really excited well I'm group. glad the group loves you back yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well Brenna thank you so much for coming on it's literally it's been thank so great you. to have you you are one of my like biggest success stories you know we work together oh. quite a bit and having you now in the group like it just it's been so amazing and like to watch you just like grow and change and like be this confident badass bitch who knows her self-worth I love it absolutely love yeah. it <laughs> so why don't you why don't you just ooh, just hit my microphone why don't you tell everybody where they can like find you find Island Ice like all your yeah. handles website whatever you want to give us Sure. Um, well, I've got Island Ice Fox at Island Ice Fox on Instagram. Um, Island Ice, you can follow on Facebook. I'm located on North Captiva Island. Um, it's off the west coast of Florida. It's, it's, it's tiny. It's cool to just check out. Um, but yeah, you can you can definitely find me on Insta and you'll see our little mascot ducky on there. And um, yeah, new and fun things coming soon. So definitely check it out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it was great to chat with you today. Um, as Thank always, get a little sense about you and your journey and your business. It's been so yeah. good to be working with awesome. you. <laughs> All right. Thank you to everybody else who um, came on and or who's listening. Oh my goodness. Thank you to everybody mm-hmm. else who is here and listening. Um, I will link all of Brenna's, you know, tags here in the show notes. So if you want to go find her and check her out, go ahead. And otherwise, we will see you next time here on Ask Abby. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you.